so we obviously thought you know of course publishers will jump at this right everybody would be dying to fund this and i think that was the rudest shock hi you're listening to design this way and i'm kaval oberoy this podcast is a series of candid conversations with designers and other creative people you can visit designthisway.com to learn more about this podcast most of the times we designers work on projects commissioned by our clients but apart from client projects we designers love to work on what we call self initiated or personal projects some of us create these personal projects just for fun some of us do it to explore a new skill and some of us do it to create a buzz but once in a while we create a project that is designed with the intention of making a bigger impact we'll be talking about one such project today if you are a indian designer you are probably familiar with this book called deco if you are not familiar with this book yet please pause this podcast right now and search for this book online it might also be a good time to give to yourself a copy of this book well i clearly remember the first time i saw this book back then i was a design student and i wasn't really impressed with the kind of books available in my college library most of those books were almost like pinterest but in a print format or there were serious academic books even the design magazines available at that time would restrict the content to show and tell or typical topics like the inspiration and process behind a designer's work to be honest i didn't find much value in those formats and i was looking for something else one fine day i decided to look for new books myself i went to the best bookstore in the town and there were two books that caught my attention one of them was a book by design legend steven heller the second book was deco At that time I wasn't aware that it was a self-initiated project by co-design but looking back I doubt somebody else would have made this book If you have seen the work co-design does you will know exactly what I'm talking about This book is nothing like any other book out there in the market It doesn't just talk about the result but about the processes and motivation behind a range of design practices that happen in India I can talk and lastly about this book but i'll resist this temptation because today i have with me the editor of this book mohar she's also one of the founders of studio co-design we are going to talk in depth about creation of this book and about creating meaningful self-initiated projects today's episode has been designed this way and without further delay i present mohar from co-design Thanks for being on the podcast. Hi Kaval, really excited to be here. So, almost all the designers I have talked to till now have admitted that the most meaningful work they have created is their self-initiated project. What according to you is so special about self-initiated projects that designers find so fulfilling to work on? Well, I mean, I'm surprised that uh, self-initiated would be the most meaningful work. It it has meaning which is uh, I mean I don't I don't know whether there is always a personal side to work and all of us need to grow at a personal level to also be doing professional work um but I think what side projects become and this is this is an extremely utopian view of it is really um a way for us to venture into territories where you typically may not be commissioned right either because there's no need for it or you do not have an existing body of work to prove that you know what i can make a film no one's going to really hire you if you've never made a film right um so i think it it is that it is sort of you know the fantasies you have sometimes it's areas you want to explore um yeah it it is that it is i think sometimes also the ability to put out your voice which i know a lot of designers are sometimes concerned with that you know within sort of the realm of a brief you know the constraints of it am i losing my voice um i have a I, i'm not very clear on whether that's a good bad thing um uh, this this idea of finding one's voice but uh, 
uh, that sort of takes it out of the conversation of you know that there, there is no client there is no brief it is sort of up to you it's actually extremely scary really but uh, I, I think the space that it gives for reflection for introspection which you necessarily may not always be able to manage uh, within a client project I think that I think self-growth self-exploration I think that's what it is And I see my peers spending a lot of uh, resources and time in creating personal projects, but many of these projects lack meaning and some of the work is created purely for the buzz on social media or online publications. What do you feel about that? Well, I'm going to push you a bit further and ask you what do you mean by meaning? Because remember okay. meaning at different stages of a designer's life and where they are professionally, personally can mean many different things. Right. right? And um, it's very easy to you know subscribe to one value of meaning and say this is it what if you're at a stage what if you're a young designer you're a freelancer and you know things are not going well professionally and you really need a little bit of that um, right. you know for someone to come around and see your work and say nice things uh, is that meaningful meaning at, <laughs> at that point at that point for this person uh, maybe yes so I think I, I think it goes back to intention. I think do you have, did you do you have a, a real intention? So if if your intention is to get your word out, well, you know, like like yeah, you matter. succeeded then. If your intention is to um, save lives, then you better do that because then likes are not going to save. So I think it boils down to intention. If you're if you're honest with it and you say, well, you know, I'm doing this because I want people to know that. I'm a great illustrator. Right. Do it. But if you go out and make sort of frame this whole, you know, self-initiated passion thing and say, you know what, this is going to change the way people think about gender. Right. right. But then you don't really go after it like that. And that's when I think meaning is a little bit suspect. Right. So, so I think meaning means different things. Uh -huh. uh, I think it boils down to intention because uh, just because it's also a side project or a personal project or a passion project, it cannot be outside the realm of judgment. We can't, uh -huh. you can't, you can't put it out there and say, "But I wanted to do this." Then, sure, but then you should be open to uh, if you put it out there, yeah, you'll also yeah. get some back, right? Yeah, <laughs> true. But do you feel that a, it's a missed opportunity to create a project for the sake of buzz? just for that, uh, while a self-initiated project can be much more than that? Of course. I mean, everything can be much more than everything. But, <laughs> but when you say buzz, I, th I think that's actually a potentially dangerous route to take if you haven't been able to really add value, meaning, or, you know, stand with what your intention was. Primarily because um, likes is one thing, but, you know, as, as a, a practicing designer will know, likes need to convert to something right if 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 the work is not great if it's not effective you might get likes but you're not going to get an interesting commission out of it if it doesn't have legs you know right. people like things sometimes in the morning i wake up and i'm having a great day you know it's a great first cup of chai and it looks like it's going to rain and i'm happy and i will go and like the first 20 things i see on my instagram feed and uh -huh. so 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 I meant like uh, there's the potential for a personal project to be yeah. bigger than that, and is it okay to just if 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 you if if you want to make a bigger impact, mm -hmm. right? Right, right. If you want to make a bigger impact, and let's also be a little bit honest. I think sometimes uh, you know you are not very sure where it's going to go. Right. right. If someone stopped us in 2007 and they said, you know, where do you think this is going to go? You know, where is Deco going to go? Where are you going to go? Where is the practice going to go? No idea. I really don't think so. Um, but yes, it has to start from, I mean, it's a reason it's called a personal passion, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it has to start from a personal passion or a personal peeve. Um, but it does, it does have to start with something you care about, right? Or that makes you angry, or that you find incredibly funny, or that you find incredibly inspiring. That has to be there. Uh, I think when that's not there and you say, you know what, rest of the world right now cares about penguins, so I'm going to do about penguins, that's, 
that's that's where you know it it it's it's going to it's going to die potentially i think yeah and you're not going to save penguins <laughs> so, <laughs> because you didn't put your heart in it um yeah so deco started as a self initiated project but did you start with an intention of creating greater impact in the indian design industry no i think it started with a very very simple i think we were a little bit uh, bewildered at you know sometimes we'd be talking to uh, uh, students right uh, rajesh was teaching a lot uh, in those days and so we had a, and i was actually quite surprised because you know there were there were certain uh, people in the design industry who would really sort of look up to like an amit behar or right. ajit sen or you know a bunch of these guys and a lot of the time people didn't know about them and it was just weird you know it, that's what it really was it was just weird that how do you not know because this you know this is this is but then if if you go back to 2006 2007 there was very little occasions for even designers to get together right, right. Uh, right. i think uh, if i'm not wrong design yatra had just about started i think 2006 maybe uh, there were no magazines i don't think blogs were even a thing i think i think blogspot was there but but not right, much right. of a thing and we weren't really i think we were just sort of so happy to get the industry up and going no one was really talking about uh, you know documentation etc so there was nothing so so it just felt weird and i think because we were personally and most of the people in deco most of them have actual personal links to uh no one one of us you know they've either been mentors or people we've looked up to right. or you know followed or stalked mm-hmm. so um so it just so it started with a very simple thing it's the equivalent of today when you see something really interesting like right. you were telling about the student hello book right and you really want to go out and tell other people because you think there's value that you know this is so inspiring i wish more people knew and i don't think we really had a thing of saying this is the audience this is it was it was just practically the bewilderment of that even within our immediate environment you know how how do you guys not know because you don't know because how how will you know right yeah there has to be some medium and if it doesn't yeah. exist and yeah yeah so how would you describe the state of indian design back then i mean at that time publications weren't there as much but what kind of design practices would happen in india that time I think there were a lot of design practices. I think I think that was just about the time when, and I think everything I say is going to be slightly more true in the graphic design, communication design space because that's primarily what mm-hmm. uh, our world is. Um, I think it was just about opening up, uh, you know, in terms of commissions, in terms of I think people taking a design a little bit more seriously, um, paying paying better. um as well so but so but everything was still because i think the day to day struggle of running a design practice was so much that i i don't think you know people had the time or the space to sort of you know sit back and think about you know things like identity etc which are critical but i think if you look at the timeline of everything right there there's one point where you're really struggling to make it happen to you know you're going out into the world and you know nobody knows about design then there's a phase when you know people know and you're just about sort of understanding you know professionally how do you make it work you know how do we charge etc then you sort of move on to okay reflecting back looking at because it's not a very old industry it is yeah it's quite i mean now i can't say nascent but i think at that point it was still sort of nascent in that space so i think the time possibly hadn't come yet to sort of sit back and have that sort of a large overview and think about this you know where did we come from where are we going Right, right. So I think that's what it was. I think uh, none of us had the luxury of really doing that. <laughs> Did you always wanted Deco to be documented in a conversational format that it is? No, no, we had no idea about pretty much anything. I think what we knew was um there was interesting conversations that we were already having with some of these people. Um uh, So in in the sort of first lot of this thing we weren't even sure if uh, um it was going to be what the format was going to be right so interviews just became the way of actually collecting but at that point we weren't uh, sure or clear 
what was the eventual format we wanted to turn it into because i think as sort of you know the interviews happened you know one started realizing what the power of sort of slightly more meandering open conversation is versus this you know having to put everything in a structure right uh, which is its own format but i think if you if you go through the content a lot of those is you know there are places where there is a pause because there's so much really to think about what they've said and i think the moment you try and restructure it um into a consistent format that doesn't work and also because it's very different people you know they have a slightly different uh, pace of telling their own stories um, right. you know they 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 use different ways you know some people link it back to things uh, in uh, history you know someone some people reflect on the future and some people are sort of uh, talking about what they feel then and you know uh, right then and there um so i think that wasn't i think that uh, realization happened along the way that you know retaining the roughness the rawness of the conversational format Right. Uh, right was actually the only way to do justice and we did i think the first editorial cut of the whole thing that was there um so in the first lot uh, we had two uh graduation level students there was sujay sanan and abhishek ghate who did the first round of collecting and uh, this thing and you know they tried to sort of put it together and we had that so we actually did have a version where these had been formatted into no not necessarily the raw sort of um, right. you know version that we got it in and um, yeah i think but then uh, the content and the first cut of sort of uh, you know uh, realization of what it would become they did we actually sat on it then for for about 2 years because we didn't know what to do with these conversations Yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know what was happening. You know, we knew these conversations were very powerful, but then you look at the end output, and you were just like, "But this doesn't do justice to that." Right, right, right. The original intention that you had. Yeah, so it's really weird. You know, you yeah. know, you've got the right stuff, <laughs> and that's when we figured, okay, maybe we've 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 made a mistake in 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 this in the sanitizing of it or the formatting of it into, you know, this other, you right. know, this this. And I think because I think especially. Um, when you come out of uh, design school i think everything is you want to like systemize everything and you know uh-huh. have consistency so you go with that mindset so so no conversations uh, weren't the intentional format of delivery but it was a way to document but uh, so we went so we did not that and then realized the power of that and sort of came back to it so what was the criteria of shortlisting the people you invited for deco So like all our grand plans and and large visions at the beginning this was uh, uh, also no such thing we started actually with uh, people we knew and whose stories we felt and we knew their stories because at that point to know somebody's story there was no blog right so the only way you'd even know their journey was if you actually knew them Right, 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 right. 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 So, um, yes. and and also and also uh, again, right? We we didn't really we didn't really have a grand plan. We couldn't really go to anybody and say, you know, this is going to be this is going to turn into this, and so many hundreds of people are going to see it, and it'll be really good. So, the only people we could really you know approach and say, you know, this isn't this is the sketch of an idea. Uh-huh. We don't know what it'll become. But he could just let us just shadow you and like you know spend like a lot of time that you don't have and um, so it really started with you know at least the people we know and whose stories we know can we at least and is it the reason that? that it's uh it has predominantly people from NID? Yeah, that's because again, like I said, most sort of the community lived in silos, right? So you naturally right. knew people in your neighborhood, in your city, from your college. but it's only now that you sort of meet people from sort of across you know different cities and different so it just wasn't you just didn't know because you know you didn't know them some of the people have pointed out that the most of the designers highlighted in the book primarily work with social sector and almost none of them highlighted uh, none of the highlighted designers have expressed strong commercial or monetary aspirations regarding their work was that by choice it just happened it just happened okay. it just happened like i said there was uh, see also on i think the other thing to clarify for and 
while while i'm extremely you know um, i'm very extremely grateful for the ways you know sometimes the book is received and people talk about it in in all honesty it is not meant to be if you've seen this other book called handmade in india with mm-hmm. uh, aditi and mp ranjan put together that 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 is an exhaustive compendium of crafts in the country this right. was never meant to be like read this book and you will know about design in india okay and that's it right this this is this is this is literally what that line says right conversations <laughs> with that's what it is uh, it's just that i think the conversations themselves were very very rich but i think in no way it was meant to be or should be taken as a you know that this is it right right this right. and nothing else these these are some people and you know then there are the people and i mean there's us right i'm the last person to really say um, you know that i i don't think that's a meaningful conversation of course not and curation was a big part of what you did with deco but these days curator has become a title and a buzzword that almost every person online is using i feel that's title has lost its value to some extent do you feel the same i don't know this is and this is a conversation i have other friends who are also curators uh, good ones also good. <laughs> but uh, um i like the pause and i've uh, and you know we've also been i mean doing other things where part of it has been curatorial i think uh, it it's not i think what we end up mistaking it for is becoming an aggregator <laughs> right essentially right. i think uh, where it sort of at least doesn't work for me is where essentially it's a aggregation of i picked five interesting people sure Yeah, that, I mean, that's what. Sure, I mean, yay, right? <laughs> that's 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 great. You pick five, but I think what a curator essentially is supposed to do is um, help you see things in a certain way, right? right. Uh, it is to bring a new way of seeing, a new way of looking, a new way of understanding, uh, which essentially also means a curator must have a point of view. Right. Right. That's, that's you must have a point of view, and it's fine if. you know i as a viewer don't agree but at least put across a point of view because otherwise what happens is i will see what you are putting out there but i i don't engage with it you know nothing in it makes me say yes or makes me really angry at that i want to have you know an argument with you right so i think for me that is sort of that is what i think curation needs to do it needs to lead to something you know it needs to lead to debate or discussion or introspection if you're just putting together things yeah. again good, good <laughs> for you but you know that that's that's good but i think this is essentially what also uh, separates i mean for instance today there are a lot of blogs etc which sort of do this you know put together interesting projects in whatever fashion and architecture yeah. but you'll always notice there are some that you would rather go back to and read right, right? that's right, because right. they they've they've told you something else apart from uh, seeing someone's work and remember to, in today's world seeing someone's work is not the challenge yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. understanding and extrapolating it is the challenge slash sort of fun in it So when you were interviewing or having a conversation with the designers for Deco so how did you finalize the questions for them because I am finding it very hard in fact I I I yeah. wish I had something really wise to say <laughs> to this so I I think uh, so so as you know it was done into uh, sort of two chunks right across the four five years so first with uh, Sujay and Abhishek uh where it was actually primarily more rajesh than me who actually worked with them on some basic questions see again the questions weren't too already extremely sort of framed towards a certain direction because we didn't know where it was going so the idea was pretty much collect 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 and we'll see we'll try and make sense we'll try and understand because again we also we knew some some of the content around these people but we needed to know more to actually be able to understand what to do with it what is the story right there uh 
Then when we did it in the second lot, which is when Abhijit Kiar, who was again, all right, four years down the line, another extremely talented grad student who came on. Uh, so that's when we looked at it again, and I think by the time we had understood it a little bit more, I think, I think again, it's the same as learning anything new. Remember, this is writing research is technically, or at least wasn't. Uh, uh, taught very academically to us in design school. So it is really an acquired, uh, tried and tested thing. So I think I would say though that, that those gap years for me were yeah. actually my sort of, you know, education in terms of understanding. Because I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to have really great content, amazing people who've given you their time and you're just not being able to make yeah, something yeah. Of, or, or you know put it in this thing it's 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 scary because you've taken the time and you really want to yeah, do they justice will, they to will it. also ask about this so the it's, so the second lot uh, uh, when abhijit was also here so that's uh, so that's when i think we were able to bring some sort of uh, finer sort of editorial uh, what do you say direction to it and at the same time, also realizing the power of that non-direction, mm -hmm. right? So it's it's one of those weird things. Like you find the direction, but you also understand the power of that. Me, I think I keep saying meandering because I really think that sort of sums up, you know, at its own pace goes. It you know segues once in a while, and uh, right. but altogether, you sort of, it sort of gives you more meaning. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And uh, the content you collected during that time, it had potential to be an online blog, it had potential to be a podcast, maybe called Sono. Hey, nobody <laughs> knew a podcast, huh? back in the day. <laughs> I think was, people had blog post, yeah. blog spot. What, uh, was it? what was it? Gold spot. No, gold spot yeah, is my child. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, blog spot. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. So, but, so, or a magazine as well. It could no, have been a so magazine. The, oh, so the, by the way, the first run, mm -hmm. uh, which was with the first two grad uh, dip students, was uh, so one of them, Sujay, was, uh, uh, turned it into a magazine. And clearly, we knew nothing about magazine, um, and uh, which is not just fault, which is us, because you know we thought, of course, we can run a magazine. Uh, and uh, Abhishek was basically worked on the prototype of an online platform for the same, okay. right? Which would be beyond this content. So the content sort of would become a way for people to come together, learn, but then it it sort of had functionality beyond that. Okay. Um, so both of them made great prototypes, uh, extremely. I don't know if you know either of them. They're actually doing fantastic Abhijit, things. Abhijit, I have heard. Uh, about. Abhijit is later. Abhijit. Okay. So this is the so this is the first one. This is the so let's call it uh, pre two thousand ten and post two thousand ten. So okay. pre two thousand ten, the end deliveries in our mind at the first this thing in the first pre two thousand ten era of this book was actually a magazine and. Uh, um, an online sort of a platform hub for designers, you know, to connect and sort of exchange and sort of resources. Um, so, but uh, of course, we realized we weren't going to do any of those. Why? Uh, because we just couldn't. Yeah. So, but also, I think what also happened in what is the gap year, which is between these two uh, sets of sort of focused work towards an output, uh, was, I think, a deeper understanding of the raw content we had. I don't see this content translating into anything apart from... A printed book. A book of a certain kind, and we'll come to that because... Um, what you see of the quote today, uh, post uh, 2010, there was actually one more version of the book, which made okay. or like all the way, designed all the way, all pages, everything done, oh. which also we didn't go forward with. And uh, so what you see is actually then technically the third format of the project. So what were the differences between the second and third? So the second, so second by second, I think we had, we had wisened up to the fact that it did lend itself well to a book. 
but I think we were so bound by what we had seen of books. Right, 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 um, right. This essentially, so, you know, mostly what we had seen was either in the coffee table sort of book space yeah. or in sort of slightly more academic, packed with content, you know, history of graphic design, you know. Right? So, 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 like, so this graphic sort of design packed, in India. And, you know, packed with information. Yeah. Uh, so we'd seen, so, so I think we were somewhere um, held captive by our own sort of experiences of books. So we put it together and, you know, it was a, it was a nice looking book and, but we just wouldn't go forward with it. We, we're just sitting with the book and then something very interesting happened. And I think that, that, that is the power of conversations, right? Which is why I think you should always listen when people are saying something is, uh, so we we had this dummy with us. We'd made a prototype made, and you know we'd just carry it around with us. I don't know why. Um, so we had gone to for design yatra in I forget the year, but anyways, mm -hmm. and that was the year. Yes, that I know for sure. Uh, that was the year we met Irma Boom, who was talking, who was speaking at the conference, and. Um, for people listening and who don't know and are interested in books, Irma Boom is a good uh, sort of person to look up because I think that, I mean, the fundamentally the way she thinks about books is I think different and fairly revolutionary. But anywho, so somehow, you know, um, we, I somehow managed five minutes with Irma because Irma was hugely popular and completely sort of mobbed. But I said, you know, you have to give me five minutes. I caught her in a corner. We had the we had the dummy, and I showed it to her. And I said, I don't know what's wrong. I I don't know what's wrong. And uh, so she was like, What's wrong? Nothing's wrong with it. Like, what what's wrong? Like, why don't you publish it? Because maybe she just wanted to get such a scary strange strange girl calling us with a dummy and saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And she was like, No, what's the problem? She says, Go ahead, print it. And and then, you know, at least I could tell her, I don't know because, you know, the, the content is great and these are interviews and but it just doesn't feel right when I see it in this, you know, when we see it in this format. And then she said a very interesting thing. I don't know if she sort of realized later like the weight of it, but she was saying, yeah, but you know, like I was telling her the conversations are very different with different people, but it just now feels like everything is sort of put into one format as if it's one person. So she said, yeah, you know, just think about, maybe you can think about pace. And then she left because she was mobbed by like a hundred other kids at that point, right? And then I think simultaneously, uh, Abhijit, me and Dhaya, I remember, I think we are standing, I think Abhijit was also there, if I'm not wrong. Anyways, uh, so I think three of us are standing and I think suddenly that word pace, we just suddenly opened <laughs> this thing, you know, for us of thinking right, about, right, right. Uh, you know, what a pace of a conversation is and, you know, what the pace of people is different. And, and that's what it is. It's because we were packing certain things which were, which needed more, like literal space to think about. Certain things which needed to be more agitated, but we were putting everything in almost like, you know, one volume. Right, right. right? right. Like, I, I, as in, in terms of sound, I that mean, right, time. in terms of tonality, like, so that sort of, uh, that, I think that helped. And after that, when we had managed to solve this and, you know, we started saying, okay, now we need to get a publisher to print it, right? Because, because, you know, we'd already spent yeah, years. Yeah, so th that's another concern I had. <laughs> yeah. I think, should we address it later? But no, we can come to it. Yeah, we'll come to it. You wanna... Uh, yeah, uh, before that, let's talk about the design decisions that you took with uh, Deco. All right. You're, and we're talking about the last version of this. Yeah, we're talking about that. So is there a reason that uh, the book is of particular size and dimension? Yeah, it's not meant to be intimidating. I think we realized, uh, uh, you know, sometimes books with a lot of content, especially for people like this, like a lot of designers, you know, will sometimes tell you and I I'm, hope that's changing now. But sometimes they're like, you know, it just feels too intimidating. I don't want to look at a wall of text or, you right. know, just the size, like coffee table books are very intimidating sometimes, you know, because of just yeah. their sheer size, right? So yeah. this this was meant to be something you can carry because also we knew this is not a textbook that you read from one end to 
other, right? So essentially, this is something that you want people to go back to, you know, slip it in their bag, read it, you know, on the train. Um, so I think the it is an unassuming format. Uh, couldn't go smaller because I think some of the images just needed some bare minimum sort of scale, right, uh, to work. So it doesn't work as a pocket book. It's also too much content really to work as a pocket book. So this sort of right. worked well as this, you know, unobtrusive, inintrusive sort of. And was it always called Deco or were, were there other names? Pre-2010, uh-huh. it was called Deco, which is the, uh, which was, which is actually derived from Deco. But it is, it is an English word which means to take a quick look. Okay. Uh, because remember, at that point, we were, it was a magazine, oh, right? So it was, right. it was about, a, it was, but then we also didn't realize why were we taking a <clears throat> English derived yeah. sort of phrase. Was for it because intu- intuitively you thought that would be a good decision? What? Deco? No, that Deco. Deco? I don't know. It actually came, we, the, the funny thing was, it, because it came from Deco, it made it interesting for us. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. at some point we felt it should be English so that everybody understands. But then we sort of went back post-2010 to realizing, you know, it's a word that most people sort of understand. And Deco has so many meanings also. Yeah. I mean, when we oh, yeah, yeah. So the, so the intention behind the name was always sort of meant to be that because to see, because, you know, it, it's, it's how it is annoying when people tell you you're a graphic designer, haha, you just pick colors and you do that, right? <laughs> so we know, so visual communication, the visual bit in it is, is so much more, right? So I think that is definitely uh, extremely intentional, the fact that it's sort of, to see is to also understand, to question, to remember, right, uh, right, so right. all of that, right? Or even like how we, we use the word deco in Hindi. And in some sense, if you look at it, it, it is reflective, um, of the conversations, right? They're mm-hmm. very easy conversations. I don't think um, they are, um, you know, I, they're, they're not extremely highbrow or they're not. That's one thing I really. It's very easy. Yeah, that's one thing re- I really found impressive at that time as a student. I was like, you know, for the first time, somebody is talking in a language that we guys speak. But also it goes back to, I think, why some of these guys are really cool, right? In the book, featured in the book, (laughs) is because they've done amazing things. Because remember, our job was to frame it and put it in a format. Right, right. The real power in Deco comes from what these guys say, right? And they say it so simply. That's really them. That's true. And the book cover design literally is eye-catching. Yes, it is. It uh, what led to its current form? Uh, so, again, by this time, we all already had a name. Uh, we liked the name because it was simple and not. Right. 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 So, if you look at the cover, the right. cover... Uh, so, strategically, one of the things the cover does is... We knew this was never going to be a large run, you know, it's not going to be like a Da Vinci code which is in every airport and every shop window. So you know you have to work a little bit extra hard to really stand out Mm. uh, in a bookshelf. So Mm. that was one reason for really pushing it into a very strong sort of graphic uh, approach. But if if you look, if you've, uh, and you've seen the cover, but for people who may not have seen this cover and are uh, listening to this is it's essentially it is a it reminds you a bit about an optical illusion but it really looks like these lines that sort of scale across the cover have really been parted for the eyes to open and there's a little bit of sort of visual play there it's not just that easy to see it right it's there is this act of sort of revealing and uncovering and that's why it's in two layers so those are those are sort of the things that went into um of course i have a picture of about, uh, I'm pretty sure about at least 20 different refinements of the drawing. Like I don't even mean versions of the drawing. But that, but that, but that is a disease we have. That's, <laughs> that's, that's on us. <laughs> that's actually uh, something that co-design does. That's what the people to... at co-design do. <laughs> it's, and it is clearly infectious. So. And the colors of the book are also quite iconic was a strategic decision to do that. I'm so scared to say because it's an orange cover on the book. 
Okay. <laughs> it's a, yeah, well, but it. in my defense, it is a fluorescent orange color. Yeah, yeah. It's not CMYK orange. No. That spectrum. No. Since, you know, since we had all this money to spend on the book, not, we said, why not also have a special color? See, the thing is, you know, if you're anyways going to sort of go down that line and, you know, empty your pockets. Ah. I mean, clearly we were beyond reason at that point, <laughs> which also explains the tricolor. Uh, yeah, that tricolor. Which I, I think those those are things that you know it's just a small it's a, it's a tiny idea, but it's just like a little little idea in there. But which is nice the, because I think those are those are small things that you hope people will discover. Um, yeah, and, and that was just, the extra push I needed to just put yeah, out my so those are, debit card yeah, and buy so those them. are those are also us having fun really. Yeah. Which which you must I think you know we talk about meaning we talk about all of this and let's not forget. Fashion project should also you should right, should also right. be equally delightful for you sometimes. So in in the criticism you might have received about of course. the book, do you remember any particular critique that you felt was valid about the book? Um, I think we did. So the thing is, uh, so I've got cr design criticism, and so design criticism well has been the type is too small. So okay. starting with something as basic as that, and which yeah, which actually you know, when I showed it to my mom, when she said that, so you know, if your mom says it's small, because moms always say it's very nice, <laughs> so it must be small. <laughs> uh, but no, so uh, uh, jokes apart, I think this point about it being extremely NID centric right. uh, has come up. People have also complained about uh, it not being representative of other spheres of design. So some of that has come, uh, that is valid, but to that our only thing has been we just started with the people you know we knew or we knew of and we started with that because honestly right. we, we didn't set out to save the world. So we started with what we could do and see where it went. Uh, there has again been criticism around uh, and from very well, uh, I think well-meaning people about you know that the quality of production sort of uh, pulls it down. Uh, mm -hmm. but. Unfortunately, this is uh, from what we could manage in terms of funding and we had, I mean, we, they actually the only, we had a little bit of funding from uh, Max Müller, Bhavan, Goethe Institute, uh, so that helped a little bit of the printing. Uh, we managed to buy some stock that was sort of um, almost getting over, so a little bit cheaper from Curious. So, so that helped, but those were sort of honestly things. Uh, we had to work with. There was some issues with the binding in the first plot, but that uh, we convinced uh, Pragati Press to sort of take back, redo the binding. And but now, even once in a while, some people who bought it in the first lot, you know, they write in uh, to tell us that the binding has fallen apart. So we apologize profusely and we try and replace it because that's fair. <laughs> and Deco is a self-published book, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh, did you approach existing publisher at that time? And so this is interesting. Uh, we never in our mind, never in our deepest, darkest fantasies, we just wanted to make a book, right? We had no clue what it takes to actually put it out. Uh, so we obviously thought, you know, of course, publishers will jump at this, right? Everybody would be dying to fund this. And I think that was the rudest shock. Um, uh, for most, you know, typical sort of cultural agencies which fund it, uh, I think it wasn't of value at that point. And that's also because, you know, much later, these are the things you also learn along the way. Is, uh, most people have sort of, at least cultural institutions have an agenda, which is usually set yearly, by yearly sort of basis. And it has to fall within those sort of things. Uh, we did hear back from one or two more traditional sort of publishers. They thought the book was too experimental and uh, to put it out there, they would have to put it in a more conventional format because they said it's how, how will people read this? <laughs> so, but that's the point. But uh, it was it was scary. But it, was, it was also, 
it felt it felt terrible really you know yeah, to have, I mean, and and you know people n- neither interested or saying that you know this format doesn't work whereas you know you thought this format was it right after yeah. and especially us right because we've been seeing it for like 4 5 years and just you know fail fail not happy not happy you know just just not right don't know what's not right so um but then so there was this i'm glad we didn't sort of give in like we were of course we were getting desperate and we were just like a little bit like running out out of ideas right um, and we'd spend a insane amount of money on this still and time and energy so this was a conversation with professor ranjan right um and uh, he's taught both of us and uh, um i don't know how much you know about him but he has i think he has changed lives i've heard a he lot he has changed lives he lot. he i i mean i mean personally for me i think that was the first time in design school at the fag end of first year i finally felt like you know i had i was in the right sort of place and i picked the right sort of vocation in life but anyways that apart so so ranjan's amazing right ranjan's unbeatable he was he, you could throw anything at him and he'd be like unfazed you know um he's never bitter he could get angry he could get excited he'd be enthusiastic never bitter so he heard us you know generally ranting and just cribbing and saying you know this this and nobody likes our book and that and he finally said what does it take to print it on your own matlab like he said like why you know why don't you just self publish it and of course you know ranjan being ranjan had uh you know immediately on his fingertips five examples from around the world of sort of you know people who had done it and you know on like a shoestring thing and so then we got thinking and we said i mean of course that meant some more money but then looking at what had already gone it was right. a option of you know not that <laughs> so then we went ahead with it i think the good thing that happened because remember that is printing done now how do you get it across to people just at that time so i think this is this is the way universe sort of sometimes you know does its magical things just at the point where dekho is printed and comes out uh two things happen the um design museum in uk nominated that as amongst uh, so they have this thing every year designs of the year right right so they picked it up before it even hits a market because hey we don't know how to get into a market right <laughs> so it's just right now like traveling of like we're just giving some copies to people to you know start getting spreading the word and that's the point where small online shopping portals uh, i think the first one was called shopo that's it's now been bought over and i think whatever but shopo and then there was another one called tadpole street tadpole store, tadpole store. Right, yeah tadpole right. so these started out so there was a magical combination of the word getting out uh and suddenly these small smaller things because we can't sell through large bookshops you know we did try and approach but yeah, the commissions expensive. they ask yeah. uh, you it, it it doesn't work for people like us well, you know who who are i mean who can't now further get into negatives right i'm because I'm, i'm at this point i'm not even hopeful about like breaking even <laughs> but did you ever think about crowdfunding this book uh it was no no we didn't i don't think we knew about crowdfunding i think the first time we knew i got to know about crowdfunding was i think around unbox yeah no no i don't think crowdfunding was a thing Oh. then that we knew okay that we could have access i think also the my other learning and maybe why it might not have worked is it actually is like a project in itself setting up a crowdfunding uh, campaign it actually needs to be thought through etc yeah, but yeah. i think we were ready to go our I thing mean, was it had been remember yeah, it had been 5 years we were ready no we were ready the product was ready we had to get it out mm-hmm. and and we couldn't manage other you know constantly sort of these expectations of because the thing is then you have to sort of frame the story around it and you know build a campaign what are the rewards we were pretty much i think we were done Our, it was done it's time to put the book out there so and um, how did you decide the cost of a single book 
I mean, this might. No, that was it. easy. That was. I mean, that a lot of it went back to. I mean, there was no way to uh, come up with a figure that could sort of justify what had been invested in across the years. But we really sort of looked at production costs and sort of the last leg of costs, and also look at typically how much. uh somebody so this was never going to be an easy buy i think that we were very clear it wasn't going to be like uh, uh you know a cosmo that you pick up it is a book it uh, so there's some part of it so not too expensive not too uh cheap either <laughs> but at least sort of cover production and it's almost been 5 years since deco came out right yeah and why do you think we haven't seen another book like deco yet in the market You haven't seen a book, but you look at the number of other things you've seen. You've seen. Look at the number of design festivals, design blogs. Uh, right. um, what else? Events. Just small impromptu things. Look at the quality of conversation that today we are having right. on a non-working Saturday in 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 Gurgaon. Right? right. That has changed. That is. I think that's yeah. what yeah. it. I think the. I think let's not. kid ourselves and bind ourselves to this format being greater than other formats what was the idea the idea was to be able to share it right right so right. that's happening and and these things will always change right today you're doing a podcast today <laughs> true true so do you think uh, the scenario of design documentation in india has improved from that time <sighs> big question no no there's more the, remember we are also comparing it's there was no documentation we have better documentation but i think what we need to be careful and maybe work more towards is how are we documenting it uh because i think what's happening is again a lot of the documentation and it's actually the same thing as the, the you know the curator conversation a lot of it just seems to be aggregating Right, there's right, a lot right. of repetition of content so right you know one person who's sort of really trending and their work is trending you see the exact same thing on five different blogs or you know five whatever you know five different platforms yeah. and design festivals so it's it's right. you're not really one would hope that you would discover a lot of new work but it's almost that you know we've sort of gotten locked into this report reporting reporting happening now sir mode right <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh there is not much opinion yeah uh, generally we will see articles like 20 illustrators you need to follow on instagram and so on so and that too like would be same across multiple platforms and, and it's not really well researched you know i yeah. i was i don't remember which magazine or one of these online sort of zine whatever these things uh so something said uh, you know 20 young graphic designers to watch out for and i was really excited because i feel right. i don't know 20 young graphic designers right so like new ones right emerging so i said wow new talent everybody there and their work featured was illustration now that's a part mm-hmm. of graphic design but tell me about other stuff you know who are, yeah. who are the new people doing type who are the new people doing books who are the new people doing i don't know identities it was it was illustrators and that's when you realize wait but that's that there is yes legit but how did all 25 graphic designers in india turn out to be only illustrators yeah so so it's so so that's what i'm saying i i think there is a lot of it but um uh, it can't this can't be the best that we are doing in terms of a uh, documenting other thing we have to do and because we didn't do it earlier we have to do it because i think history is extremely important to understand is we have to go back into time and document the stuff we didn't do right 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 right, right. there are huge huge gaps in our understanding uh, and that understanding is going to be critical if we want to become better writers better curators because otherwise our point of views is going to boil down to personal preferences and not be able to sort of link them you know to anything to any sense of sort of time or you know how things are changing we're not going to be able to make sense of it remember in a lot of other fields uh, there is um, more interesting or in depth or sort of insightful conversation because they're able to sort of string you know history and how things are developing and how things are changing but here it's very difficult you know we are still uh, 
वी आर स्टिल रियली सॉर्ट ऑफ रिपोर्टिंग आज क्या हुआ आई थिंक दैट दैट इज एंड एंड अगेन आई थिंक अ लॉट ऑफ द नॉट अ लॉट ऑफ द बट सम ऑफ द मैगजीन्स एंड जर्नल्स एंड ब्लॉग्स आई डोंट थिंक आर इवन राइटिंग आई थिंक इसेंशली क्वेश्चन आर मेल यू राइट समथिंग एंड इट्स वेरी मच वर्ड फॉर वर्ड that i think is uh that that i think is something to be scared about because that's quite pointless that's me so dekho has been successful in multiple ways like it has been a topic of discussion nationally and internationally among students professionals and design blog it has also scooped up a lot of awards and and the design has become a part of pop culture which i can, it's my opinion okay but uh, what according to you is the best measure of success of a self initiated project like deco for you i think for me it is the fact that it still comes up in conversations 6 years down the line and that people still find value in it right um i think that i think the fact that people are still buying you know the fact that sometimes it uh, runs out and then people write to us directly i went there and i can't do it um some of the amazing sort of you know partners we've had culture shop people tree um uh, artisans you know they i mean i think it's because of them we know that it's still moving and the the fact that it's still relevant i think that there's a great deal of satisfaction that you had you had something which you personally thought was very important but it's like you know other people and the kids think it's <laughs> you know is you know that yeah. that they still find some value so yes that's that's nice it so it wasn't the great impact that we thought of in the sense we never envisioned this sort of reach because i really didn't know what but um but so that's nice i think that for me is that that it still sort of comes up it gets quoted in uh, you know sometimes when people are referring things or you know I think that I think that's nice for me. It works. Very happy. From your own experience while creating Deco, what would be your practical advice to young designers who want to pursue their dream projects? Oh, so I'm going to give slightly conflicting um advice. Okay. Uh but I think because both of those things are important and I think as an individual um as someone if you're listening in you'll have to find your way of balancing it. Uh the first being think about i think your intention uh, and think about it truly you know be a little bit honest to yourself before you put it out to the world uh, and again because that's that's what i meant because i i will i will derive meaning if the intention is sort of strong if the intention is sort of even there right um uh i don't think people should now this is going to be not the practical aspect but i think for if if the purpose is exploration and to you know um really f- do something with it is maybe not necessarily lock it down to how is it going to look on the last day how is it going to go out into the world right focus on what you want to do what is it what is it what is it take for you to and let these things of what the media is uh you know how are you going to distribute it how do other people see it and therefore like it let that evolve but don't start with don't start with how do i make something that will create a buzz right right buzz is buzz is very important remember for even for books like deco even today if there wasn't buzz how would people know about it you know we don't have marketing budgets we don't have uh, pr agencies working on things like this so buzz is important but but let that not be your starting point right uh budget is a personal decision because i think a lot of it depends on what you think is um more or less uh sometimes it might uh, there might be larger life decisions associated with it and so that that's that's a fairly personal choice right but but of course you know now is a good time there's there's kickstarter you can i th- i think there are a lot more people also willing to find look at the number of corporate sponsorships for design uh, events right. uh, festivals etc right that has that has gone that has undergone so much change in the past 5 uh, years for sure 
um so so it is so i think people are going to be they're more likely to uh, maybe give you money maybe again they will not give you money for uh, their uh, for your dream but you know if there is sort of a connect so that's fine so i think the thing is you know look at what you want to do uh first think about that more than anything else and and then think about uh, what happens to it yeah. mohar thanks for being on the podcast i hope to see the next big project coding yeah don't say dekho again that's no. just scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'll say i'm sure another to give us another 10 years <laughs> no so i think smaller things keep happening you know there's some there are some things uh there's some part of rising which was public and some part of it which we just now need to figure out a way of putting into the world right. which is actually done <laughs> so so yeah thank you for having me thanks for listening to this podcast If you find conversations like this valuable and want to help me bring you more content like this there are many ways you can support this podcast you can leave a review on the platform you're listening to this podcast on you can tell a friend about it or you can also share this podcast on social media and if you are feeling generous you can also extend a financial support to know more about that visit designthisway.com Please know that I really appreciate your support and uh, if you have any comments feedback suggestion feel free to get in touch with me on social media or email you can get my email and social media links uh, on my website www.kaval.co in my next episode i have another interesting guest for you so see you soon